Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Dory handed me some paper. I have printed uh, today's episodes because we weren't sure how or when we were going to record it. I was going to go mobile with the recorder because Henry is being a little crank butt. Poor guy. He's sick. Contracted some sort of malaria or cold. He has a slight summer cold. He's got a slight summer cold. He does little, not have a little fever. congested. Yeah. His, his temperature is perfect, guys. Yeah, it is. Um, so what's happening? You know, he's got a little bit of that uh, phlegmy talk. Yeah. Uh, little cough. Little cough. He's been sneezing. Yeah. But hopefully today, you know, it's getting a little worse today, which just means hopefully he's on. He's, he'll be on the downslope. So. I know, but I feel like his sleep tonight is not going to be great. His sleep last night was not great. No. And I uh, can't wait to see how I mess this one up. 
Because last night, guys, real tactical error on my part. <laughs> I was were, out. I was out on the. I was out in the. You meant well. I was out in the living room finishing up a guitar build. If you want to see it, head over to Instagram. Follow at Matt Myra M A T T M I R A. You know, I had to do some soldering last night, finish up the wiring, and then uh, blah blah blah. Point is. Dory had long gone to bed. I actually, she went to bed at like 9.30. I woke earlier. Her. Oh, yeah. I had to wake her up to pump at 11. Yeah. And then I decided to finish the guitar. I was like, I'm close. I can finish this thing. Finish the guitar build. It's one o'clock in the morning. Saturday night, for those of you wondering. Uh, and uh, I said, uh, oh, well, let me just check on this Henry character. He's been nice and quiet all night. Look at the monitor. See that he's like gone fully. Uh, he's no longer parallel with the. Uh, he's rotated ninety degrees. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, he's gonna hit his head, and wake up probably within the hour. And then I'm gonna have to get up because I told Dory she's been so great about letting me get sleep during the week when I have to go to work, that she's taken um, the two early, you know, the one or two times he wakes up early. She has been kind enough, and I want to express my appreciation in public. Well, thank you, honey. For what a mensch she is. Uh, is there a, a, a lady version of mensch? Interestingly, no. Oh, <laughs> well, not that interestingly. It's a very patriarchal uh, thing, as all religions are, you know. Mm. Yeah. Poor Rachel. No, wait, Rebecca. Abraham and Rebecca, right? No, Sarah. Damn it. <laughs> was there a Rachel or is it was there yeah, a Rebecca? There's 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 Rebecca's and Rachel's and No, Lynn no, I mean Leah's. like where was the is the, in the Abraham family tree? I think it's Rachel. Okay. Whatever. And Point Leah. is Mordecai, you know all the answers right now. So <laughs> we're sorry. Uh long story longer. I'm like, I'm gonna sneak in there. Quietly slide them on back to normal position it's gonna be the greatest thing i've ever done big mistake it's gonna allow for so much extra sleep big mistake so i did it he woke up he started laughing <laughs> i put the pacifier in put the shisher on got him to like calm down exit the room go back to the, now i take go to the bed and I'm just staring at the monitor, and I'm watching him. He is not asleep at all. <laughs> he was, um, the pacifier had fallen out of his mouth, and I could see him, like, turning his head to try to get the pacifier in his mouth. And then he rolled over and, like, dragged his little body towards the pacifier and was, like, picking it up with the right hand while he's, like, steadying with his left. And, uh, I'm watching him as he's almost getting it in, almost getting it in. And then I hear a noise. And I don't know what the noise is. I'm like, what was that? It was only on the second time that he did this that I figured out the noise was I can hear when the pacifier hits the wall <laughs> and falls next to his crib. Uh, so he did that twice. The third time, I fourth, third or fourth time, I finally got him to go back to sleep. And he slept till four. Yeah, four four forty five. Not bad. Yeah, and then I got up and I fed him two ounces. Yeah, a little and bit before his regular wake up time. 
put him back to sleep, and then he woke up at like six. So all in all, a probably avoidable situation I created. Anyway, it's a little sick. We're struggling. We're not struggling. We're fine. But, you know, today with the podcast, why we have printed paper, this is what the story was about. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, printed it because I thought we'd have to record in the living room while he was up and about. But uh, Dory just put him down for a nap. And our babysitter finally answered. And we said, sure, please come over for two hours while we record this podcast. You get a little walking around money. Our audience gets a podcast. Everyone wins. Uh, and of course, he went right to sleep about 14 seconds before she Holly arrived. Yeah. <laughs> Hilariously. Uh, but, you know, we were sat down to record. And just as Dory's about to sit down, she goes, well, he came up at five. So we have the bedtime schedule. Good. Um, and of course, the second she says it, we hear him. <laughs> so we did it. We're here. Uh and uh yeah any updates from the week um saw that you pumped at d23 oh yeah sorry i like dory's brain i really have mom brain swiss cheese right now yeah i really have i literally have some mom brain let me explain this mom brain to you uh, all listening i'm sure you've all had uh, moms dads uh people trying to have children uh, people who don't want children. You've all had these sort of stretches of tiredness where you're just forgetting everything that was just said to you. Andy Secunda has it constantly. Um, but a uh, couple times today, Dory and I had what I felt like was a conversation. Uh, uh, for instance, was, do you want me to text the babysitter? And I was like, no. Well, I guess you could say, I know it's super last minute, and if you can't make it, it's totally fine, but could you come over for a couple hours while we record a podcast? To which Dory said about an hour and a half later, wait, you're serious about that? <laughs> which I was like, what? What part of that didn't sound serious? And we're, we're cracking it up to mom brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple other instances of mom brain, too. We had yeah. a couple other discussions where I thought we arrived at a decision and you were like, you never said. I was like, no, no, I did. I did say it. So I'm feeling now what it's like to be married to me. Yes. Got to be honest. It's, <laughs> it's annoying, no, right? No, it's great. I love me. Oh, you yeah. do? I'm just trying to make it sound better. Okay. It's terrible. Well, how would you stay married to me? <laughs> uh, see? So how was D23? So, guys, I am, I can't really talk about it, but I'm... She's doing the ma- freelance piece. I'm doing a freelance magazine piece. So she had to go. Piece, um, somehow connected to, to Disney. And so I went to D2, D23. Uh, and I pumped while I was waiting for the presentation to start. Oh. In the, in the big hall. What a, what a... In what front a, of 7,000 people. What a lady about town. I'm such a lady about town. What a work mom. The like Italian journalist sitting, there was an empty seat in between us, but he didn't, he didn't even like bat an eye. He didn't even look at me. I wouldn't either. And I was like, all right. If I was Italian. He was also on the phone during some of it. I'd be focused on pasta. Which I thought was fascinating. He just brought out, he took out his phone and 
made some calls. You think they were like he was phoning back reports? Yes. Well, what's weird about that? But that's it what was reporters just, do. Yeah, but not. Honey, that's what those all those booths are for outside of courtrooms. Okay, but he, yeah, booths. He was he was in the audience. Sure. While the presentation was going on. Yeah. That was very odd. You got to file that shit. You know, it's it's the age of Twitter. Everything's instant. Yeah. You know. Um. A couple of people reached out to me on Instagram when I posted that I was at D23 to say that they were there too. And I'm sorry, I had to run out right after the presentation um, to get home to Henry. So I was not able to. She had to get home to relieve Henry from being around Matt and Andy. That's true. Which if you're on the Patreon, uh, if you're a Patreon supporter of Star Trek The Next Conversation, you'll you'll hear of Andy's and then I pumped in the car on the way home. You are a pump machine. Yeah. Using machines to pump. Mm-hmm. It's a, the circle of life, I believe that song was about. Yep. Uh, so any big takeaways, honey, from D23? Uh, Disney makes a lot of movies. Well, they make all the movies because they are all the properties yes. at this point. It's like kind of crazy. Yeah. You get your movies from one source. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is what we're in for, everybody. It's a source I love dearly. Their television network, ABC, is the best. We did it to ourselves. I love them. Um, I didn't go... The Disney Plus presentation was on Friday. I did not go to that, but I have to say, I'm excited for some of the programming on Disney Plus. I have to say, I'm excited to become a subscriber. Yeah. And uh, also a, a client. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the president. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I can't wait to be the president of Disney Plus. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> Bob Iger, if you're listening, I'll do it. Um, there's a show called Encore where people go back to their high schools and recreate the high school musicals that they were in like 20 years later. With the same cast? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I'm excited for that show. Sounds great. And it's hosted by Kristen Bell. Sounds great. Yeah. It all sounds great. It all sounds great. Anyway, um, that's what happened. Henry is really working on his gross and fine motor skills. Okay. He's rolling over like a champ. Yeah, well, half of it. Yeah, he rolled back once today and seemed like so surprised that he started crying. <laughs> um, and then he's also like, he's able to really like pick things up and pass them back between his hands yes. and put them in his mouth. And like, he's able to like handle things, which is really cool to watch. Yeah. I mean, he's so close on that pacifier. I know. Like, he can grip it. He just can't quite get it turned to the thing. He doesn't quite understand which part of it yeah. is the sucking part. I was, were, I was, he was on the changing table earlier, and he was trying to do it. And he, he like, there were a couple of times where he, like, put it in his mouth, but he didn't. Figure out that I should he didn't, yeah, close the like, mouth yeah, at this point. Or, like, he, he had it in his mouth, but also had his fingers in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he turned four months on Saturday which is wow. crazy. Um, he's, he's like becoming a little boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he sat through our entire check-in meeting with Dylan who teaches finance. Yeah, he did. Um, and just a reminder, if you reminder, want, if everybody. you want to get 20% off that first month, head on over to Dylan teaches finance.com. If you want to find the person that made Matt Myrath go, Oh, I should think about this before I buy it. Then, 
go no further. Than, I was not that person. Then Dylan of but, Dylan teaches finance. But Dylan was that person. You know, a third party, I think, is yeah. always uh, interesting. And then now that we're trying to save, we're, we're really trying to sh- shove those acorns into a, some sort of acorn tree. Yep. Um, Squirreling away. Yeah. Or acorning. Yep. But we're not using the app acorn. Interesting. No. Uh, anyway, if you tell him that you're a listener of the podcast, he'll give you 20% off your first month. Yeah. And he does, Skype. you don't have to be an LA person. He's moving to Sacramento. We're still yep. going to use him. He's like, peace. We're Skype folk. Yep. Or whatever the meeting. Also, he'll is. do, he'll do a, an initial meeting with you with, that's free. No obligation. Yeah. Sort of tell him what your financial goals are, what mm. you suck at. Yeah. And let's figure out how to work at it. So it's nice. He's, he's been really helpful. He's not like us. an investor. He's just a guy right. who's like. Let's figure this out, dum dums. Exactly. But he doesn't call anybody. He dum-dums. doesn't call anyone dum dums. He's he's very non-judgmental. Yeah, and he got a haircut recently, so that's great. Well, I'm glad he can afford a haircut. No, I'm just saying, like uh, he had a haircut today, and I should have said nice haircut. Oh. Yeah. So, Dylan, if you're out there, nice haircut. <laughs> you know what? Sign up for Dylan just so you can tell him that Matt said nice haircut. <laughs> anyway, uh, hashtag not an ad, really, but go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's also just what we did today because we missed Rye class because he napped through it. He napped through it, and also we weren't going to go anyway because we don't want to be the people that bring a sick baby somewhere. He was sick, um, but then he slept through it anyway. Like he slept through what what literally would have been in the entire class. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I took him to mommy and me this week, which I think is where he got the sickness. It could be, I've but decided. he didn't like interact with any other babies. Hmm. Like we all sit in a circle mm-hmm. and everyone kind of has their own area, mm-hmm. but who knows? Maybe there were germs in the air. You never know. Uh, so I had a picnic with um, one of the moms from mommy and me. Did he interact with that baby? Barely. Did that, you should ask that mom. How's that baby feeling? Yeah. I Henry's ask. got a little bit of a cold. Oh, I should ask. I just want to let you know in case he get just be on the lookout for it. So you're not like accusing her of giving the baby the cold. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's how you frame it. Okay. You know? Good call. Good call. We picked up Dory's car. It was so much money. It was broken for, I mean, it took them 23 days to fix it. Sure did. (sighs) Okay, we're going to get zen about it, guys. A little bit of a business here. Don't forget to leave your Apple Podcast reviews. You can also join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Excellent Adventure. Our website is excellentadventure.com. And you can also support the podcast. Become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash excellentadventure. Two bonus pods a month. Two of those are coming this week, as a matter of fact, because it's towards the end of the month. You can also follow us on Twitter at ExcellentPod and email us, DoryMatt at gmail.com and Matt and Dory at gmail.com. Gmail.com. <laughs> and the phone number, of course, is 413-461-BABY. So leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. 413-461-BABY. And now that that's out of the way, we're going to jump into some emails right after a very quick little break. BRB. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Oh, boy, we're back. Hello. I love this whole situation. We're actually getting to do the podcast. Uh, up top, we got to Jessica writing in last week, updating us this week. The one versus two embryo dilemma. Classic, classic dilemma. One v two. Uh, I forgot to tell my husband that I emailed you guys, but he found out when I was listening to your podcast while I was getting ready. Dory was reading my email, and my husband came in the room to tell me how eerie it was that the email sounded just like us. Surprise, honey, that is us. <laughs> Love it. We stoked that you guys are with him on the one at a time transfer, and I think we'll be happy to know that I, too, am also now. She didn't write it like that. I just couldn't read. 
I am too now. That's what she said. First Bader. Bader. First Bader Ginsburg was FET number four was on 816. Came back at 45.03. Lower than the clinic likes to see after 10 days after a five-day tra- se- five transfer. Whoa, whoa. The second tra- beta was Slow down. on 820. Uh, and it was 81. So this sounds like a chemi to me. Is that a thing people say? No. Slower raise than my clinic likes to see. Third beta was 164. Wow. So it is just doubling every day. No, well, doubling second, uh, doubling every No, her second beta was 4 days later. Oh, I see. Okay. And then that was 81. And then the third beta was 3 days later. Yep. And it doubled again. Yep. She goes back on the 27th, yeah. which is Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Thank you for your recommendation of the last episode. We haven't yet put the August transfer. What What are you reading? I forget. <laughs> I didn't realize this was double-sided. Oh. <laughs> Feel better. I can't. There's a set, the sentence is cut off by the printer. So if you, can, um, if you see where you are at, where okay. you are at, go Thank for it. Thank you for the recommendations on the last episode. We haven't been yet, but I'll be sure to check them out ASAP. Writing from our 1,300 square foot apartment in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with our 60 found, 65 pound German Shepherd mix and eight oh. pound cat. Whereabouts in Cambridge? I'd like to know. My family's from East Cambridge. Both of my grandmothers lived on Spring Street, one house apart from each other. And, you know, I lived in Cambridge till I was nine months old. Well, there you go. I spent quite a bit of time in Cambridge. Every weekend I was in East Cambridge, tooling around. A lot of time at the Cambridge Side Galleria, Leechmere when it was opened, Museum of Science. It's probably why all the restaurants I recommend in Cambridge are on Cambridge Street. <laughs> mm. We've solved the mystery, yeah. everyone. So that's that. All right. This next email is from Emily. Uh, Jessica. Uh Best of luck on the next transfer. Yeah. I mean, on the next, Jesus Christ, man. On the next test. Who's got mom brain now? Me. I'm being horrible. My word choice is the worst. Yes. Jessica, we will be thinking about you and hope that your next beta has indeed continued to rise to a successful, happy pregnancy. Okay. This is from Emily. Hi, Matt and Dory. I started as a Forever 35 listener, and each month that passed and I was not getting pregnant, I figured I should start listening to you guys. I talked to my boyfriend about you guys like you are my best friends. We are. Thank you for the comfort over these past months. You're welcome. I've been trying to conceive for over a year. I'm 30 and have always known I wanted to be a mom. My partner is 37 and a smoker. My partner has not had a sperm tested, but did buy a home test that has been sitting in our pantry for a month. I've been taking ovulation tests and am ovulating. Mm -hmm. He is more on the fence about trying for a child right now, and I'm so afraid it won't happen that I want to do everything we can now to make it happen while we are young. I've done some work with a hypnotherapist. I'm wondering if anyone else has had success with this. I'm wondering now that the stresses of our life life are what are keeping me from conceiving. Any advice as to get my partner fully on board with this? We are closing on a home this month, 900 square feet on one and a half acres. There's no better time than the present, right? Thank you, Emily. There's a lot to unpack here. Well, I mean, so much to unpack. A couple things I'd like to unpack. One of them being the test that's sitting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like him to unpack that at some point. <laughs> uh, and use it. Uh 
I think I mean, it's gonna sound crazy, but you're thirty, you're still young. So I don't think you should rush into anything. Buying a home together. Sounds exciting. Got a lot of land. Just give you guys a lot of space to spread Frolic. away from each other. <laughs> um but uh this no better time like than the present. Look, you're you're young, relatively. You know, I don't want to say thirty is the youngest ever, and you'll be fine. It's not how it works. We've been we've been doing the podcast long enough to know that problems occur at all ages. Um, but I would say, as long as you're getting your, you know, I know that you're ovulating, but th- th- there's so much more information we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are your follicles? How many eggs are you producing each month? Uh, these are also questions that we need answered. Essentially, what I'm telling you is, you know, hold your horses a bit. Maybe go see a reproductive endocrinologist. Uh, and, uh, you know, if we've learned anything from Mick Jagger, uh, don't worry about how old he is. Mm, I thought you were going to say you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes. Uh, well, that's also true. Thank you, Mick Jagger. Uh, but, yeah, I think we should really assess the situation. I have some more advice. I love more advice. I'm going on and on about nothing. I would I would suggest couples therapy. Because you say he is more on the fence about trying for a child right now. I mean, and is he is he like me where he's like, oh, we just moved. I don't know. It's so much to do. Or is he like, I don't know if I want a baby. Yeah, like I feel like you guys really need to get on the same page because it sounds like you are like wanting to go full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of like, well, wait. And I do think it's important to be on the same page about this, especially if you end up needing help from, right. a, from, from a, some sort of a physician. Yeah, because if he's still ambivalent about it, that's going to be really tough. So that's my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice is you guys should go together to the, if you end up going to a reproductive endocrinologist, you guys should go together because the RE will, will say we need to test your sperm. Might even make them do it right there, right there and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a. And again, what I will I would like to reiterate is uh don't jump into anything crazy. Don't just don't start poking holes in condoms, like one of these Lifetime movies. Well, they've been trying for over a year. It's uh, not. Well, if they're trying, then yeah, that's um, what she said. Yeah, then we all need to see some docs and some qualified therapists. Now we have another email from an anonymous listener coming up here, honey, but a, a Canadian nonetheless. Um. Yes. So. This anonymous listener says, "Hi, Matt, Dory, Hen- baby Henry, and Bo." Uh, she's from Toronto, mm-hmm. 2,000 square feet. I don't know if that much wanted to be said out loud. I just said the country. Okay. Well, she's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and she lives in 2,000 square feet with just her, she and her husband for now. Uh, first, congrats again. I love all the monthly Henry photos Dory posts on her Instagram. Oh, thank you. Check out that four-monther. My husband and I tried for almost two years before finally doing IVF this January. Everything went well. We ended up with eight embryos. We did a fresh transfer that resulted in an ectopic pregnancy. 
and I had to undergo emergency surgery to remove my left fallopian tube. Oh my. my doctor told us that I was very lucky because I could have died. Oh, dear. Mm. We decided to take a break because I was so traumatized, still am, and that my body needed to heal. In June, I went into my fertility clinic to do a baseline monitor. Before the plan... Oh, what's happening? Are we okay? You need yeah, me to take over? I'm okay. Before the plan, August transfer. Lo and behold, we got pregnant naturally that cycle. Hey, August transfer. Remember when I read an email and then jumped into that sentence? That's yes. where it was. Okay. My immediate reaction was WTF because I was ovulating from my left ovary, the side with no tube. Then I cried so hard with overwhelming joy. I will be 12 weeks in a few days, and my due date is the one-year anniversary of my surgery. Oh, my God. Congratulations. So far, everything seems to be going well, but I still get super anxious and paranoid. I got a home Doppler to listen to the baby's heartbeat once a week, and that, that calms me like down a bit. That sounds like a recipe for not calming you down, but I'm glad it's working for you. When I found out I got pregnant naturally after two years, two failed femora cycles, three failed IUIs with gonal F, gonal F, one fresh IVF transfer, one surgery, and one tube left, I almost felt a little guilty and that I have betrayed my IVF groups. I've always hated those miracle stories about someone's coworker's cousin's friend who got pregnant naturally right before they did IVF, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm living one of these miracle stories. I, it feels so, I feel so weird about being pregnant without a little help from science since I'd completely given up on the idea of conceiving naturally. I feel very attached to my baby and I already love him more than I could ever imagine. But at the same time, I feel so weird being pregnant. I'm not enjoying it like I thought I would be when I finally got pregnant. Uh, I don't want to do baby a baby shower and I don't want to announce on social media until the baby is safely born. Mm -hmm. When I tell close family and friends, I always start with, well, it is still early. My husband is more excited than I am. Sometimes I feel like I had to remind him that things could still happen. I am just not the same person after the traumatic experience and I keep worrying something is going to go wrong. It is hard to just relax and be grateful after a loss. Has the miracle pregnancy happened to other couples? How did you react? When did you start feeling more at ease and can actually enjoy your pregnancy? We've heard from other miracle pregnancies. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, I don't want to say an abundance, but uh, there's certainly, it certainly happens. Certainly happened out there and we've all certainly heard about it. So yeah. I think it's time we track down some of these cousins, sisters, uncles. <laughs> oh boy, we're going to get flooded with miracle baby stories. All right. Look, if you have like a really good one, I want you to if you, I mean, if you're writing in a with your miracle baby, I want you to be have been trying for uh, at least two years before this miracle happened. Okay, because that's, that's that fair. is that is the cutoff of this actual story. Oh, true. So good point. That's she wants to know similar situations. There it is. All right. Well, the miracle baby signal has gone out. I don't know what it looks like. Probably like a. Like a little, like a little baby with like two hands holding it, you know, like it was etched into something and like maybe there's like a little uh, beam of light hitting that baby. Wow, you should be a sculptor. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a signal designer. Oh, okay. I did the bat signal. Yep. And the sperm signal. Uh-huh. Did you do the egg signal? Nope. Who did my, that one? That was my cousin's sister's uncle. Oh, he did a good job. If you really think about that, that's my father. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Wow. Do you want to read the next email? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty good at reading, so sure. Don't forget, <clears throat> double-sided. That's right. I always remember, guys, the olden days when I get annoyed about the double-sidedness for this exact reason of me forgetting every time. 
Uh, hi, guys. I had to pause the podcast to respond to Laura regarding donor embryos. I'm on the other end as my husband and I donated our remaining embryos. It was important to us. This is from uh, Anne-Marie. It was important to us to have an open relationship with our recipients. Since their son was born, they have visited us twice, and next year we're planning on visiting them. We hope to visit each year at least once a year. And as the kids get older, take family trips together. We chat frequently about the kids, but also just life in general. It's a wonderful relationship, and we call each other bonus families. We honestly just had a general agreement to be open in the beginning so the kids could meet and know their siblings. It has naturally evolved to this point of a friendship in addition to being donors and recipients. We've also had medical things come up with our son, and it's important to pass this on for them to watch out for. While they haven't seen any of the same diagnoses in their son, I feel better that they have the knowledge and the chance of getting early intervention, which has been crucial for our son. All this rambling to say, the open relationship has been great for us, and I hope you are able to develop a relationship that feels comfortable uh, for all of you. Best wishes on your upcoming transfer. That's from Anne-Marie. Thank you. Did you like that tag team we did accidentally? Yep. It was good. I was yawning something fierce. And I was like, let me step in. I better figure this out, which is nice, because when I yawn on... TNC, Andy plays a, a, a tuba sound. That's pretty funny. Yeah, of course it is. Um, that's cool, Anna Marie. I like that that you all are doing that. It's a very, it's very nice. But you know, other ways are nice too. I, there's no one right way to do this. But it's, it, I guess what's what what I think is nice is that everyone's on the same page about what the relationship should be. Yeah, I mean, as long as the expectation is set early, exactly, you can meet said expectation, exactly. and no one is like thrown off guard by like, wait, what? Totally. That was good emoting by me. Wait, what? Um, all right, this next email is from Kate. Curious if you saw this article about clinics struggling with the number of abandoned embryos in storage. Ours is eight hundred. The financial aspects discussed in the article have been on my mind as we just received our embryo storage bill. The annual fee has gone from $500 to $750 in two years, and next year it's going to go up to $1,000. From what I've read in the article, that seems fairly normal, but it still feels like extortion, right? It took us four plus years to have our science baby, Jack, eight months old. Like that name. Me too. And we're hoping to transfer another embryo in about a year, so it's not like I'm not going to pay. We also had the option to move the embryos to an out-of-state facility, which was just built and has all the newest technology and safety measures. This would cost $500 a year, but then we're talking transporting embryos, which makes me nervous. Sending out the embryo signal to see if anyone else is facing decisions like these and or what people are choosing to do with any leftover embryos. Sounds like the donate to science option may not be all it's cracked up to be. Thanks yeah. for continuing the podcast. I've been with you since almost the beginning, and it's so sweet to hear all about Henry from Kate, who has one husband, one baby, and one crazy beagle. Whoa. 2,400 square feet in Costa Mesa, California. Look at you go. I wonder if it was renovated by the the flip it people. Flip or flop? Yeah. No. Yeah, flip or flop. Yeah, I feel like they were all always, always, always all over Mesa. Costa Mesa. That's true. Let us know. Did you flip or flop? Did they, you love it or list it? They divorced. <laughs> um, what is this donate to science option not being all it's cracked up to be? What does that mean? I don't know. I've read the article and I... I, I, I missed that. That that context? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you have other information, Kate. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, 
Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Even when patients indicate they want to donate their embryos to science, there are limited facilities willing to take them. I see. We have 18% of our patients telling us they want to donate their embryos to science, but I can't find anyone to take them. He said, noting the University of Michigan is among the few places in the nation that have accepted abandoned embryos in recent years. Now I need to go back to those patients and find out what they want to do, but we often can't find these people. Well, that seems weird. Whoa. I mean, that's a, that's a, that does sound like it's not all cracked up to me. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, yeah. The, the, the fee at our clinic is $800. That's true. I just saw the bill today mm-hmm. from July. Yeah. It did not include parking. No. Nope. Although I guess we're parking the embryos in their freezer. Hey. $800. $7 to park for one day. <laughs> we got to tip the guys too. I'm not a monster. It's not their fault. Also, it might have gone up by now. We haven't oh, been there in God. like a year. What if it did? We'd turn around immediately, even if we had an appointment. Yeah, we were like, we're not doing this. Nope. Goodbye. We'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're back. Hi. That was really loud of me. It was. Trying to scare everyone. This seems thicker than the speed with which we're moving. It's for Melanie. Uh... She says hello to all of us. She's a little behind on episodes. Just listen to Rob responding to the woman who wrote in about chemical pregnancies. Rob's story about his wife and their two five to six week miscarriages reminded me of my own experience. Sorry to sound like a broken record. Uh, I just wanted to tell Rob, in addition to the hysteroscopy, which she still is very annoyed. Why isn't this always done up front? Please consider an ERA. Dr. Susan Copeland, who's a wonderful and smart practices in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, recommends that uh, I recommended that she do Melanie does an ERA after she had back to back losses at five and a half weeks. Test came back twelve hours pre receptive, and our next transfer was a success. And I really appreciated the conversation about having children when you're older. It's, it's August transfer again is what I just flipped to. Bad at this. Something I've been thinking a lot about recently as we consider trying for a second at age 38 and 47. It's painful sometimes to think about the missed years, about, oh boy, Henry's really having a time out there. Don't worry, he's in good hands. Bo's watching him. Uh, about whether we'll have second uh, a chance to live to meet the grandkids, or better yet, watch them grow. I know I can't change it, and maybe we wouldn't be the kind of parents we were today if we'd had kids at a younger age, but it isn't something I fully come to terms with yet. It helped to hear that we're not alone in feeling the need to grieve for time lost, even though we are lucky to have become family. But parents, all the best to your beautiful family, Melanie. Um, yeah, I got to say, I don't really think about it that much. Yeah. The only thing I think about is like... Dory's going to be around. Her family, it's like, she'll be 105. 
Yeah, I will. I mean, who knows? She'll be a burden on Henry is what I'm saying. Oh. I'll have long since shuffled off the mortal coil. Poor Henry. And will have had some sort of statue built to himself. <laughs> um, yeah, I think about grand, the grandkid issue, but then I'm like, what if he just decides not to have kids? Then I wouldn't have grandkids anyway. Yeah, what if he decides to colonize Mars and it's like, guys, I'm not going to be around. I can't have a Mars baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. This next email is from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Who says, first of all, thank you so much for continuing the pod. You are welcome. I am love. I, am I uh, lost? I skipped one. Oh, you're mean. What? Why would, why would you do that to me? We're on page six. Well, yeah, you got to tell me these things. Okay. This is from Anonymous, everybody. I'm skipping one. Okay. We're on page six now. I got it. Uh, I love hearing the chatter and also find the emotionally healthy way you two deal with everything in life very helpful. I have PTSD that was recently reignited and listening to you two discuss dealing with the medical community and be two functional adults that are all about therapy is very encouraging. Oh, that's very nice. Now for the actual comment. I wanted to weigh in on the overnight poopy explosions. <laughs> Finally, because we are ripping through some pajamas. I've nannied a lot and this is a common problem. In my opinion, the reusable diapers are the best for overnight. I used to recommend even people not using them full time invest in three. They cover a lot more of the bottom, and you can use more or fewer inserts to absorb pee and more liquid poo. Was I crazy? Or the other day when I changed him, were there inserts in there? He started wearing them overnight. See, I don't even know that. Yeah. I just, like, thought the diaper broke apart. Oh. I was like, what is, oh, no. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, they also, also have. Also, I have been so bad at being a parent because uh, I've been working like 16 hour days that I, Dory was burping him today and I literally was like, oh, I've, I could have in the last day and a half, I have not burped him once. I fed him. I've completely forgotten about the whole burping thing. Mm. Bad dad. No, you just had to get back in the saddle. Jeez. Get back in the daddle. Oh, well, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Mordecai. <laughs> See you later. Uh, uh, they also have these cheesecloth-like disposal inserts that are great for poo because you just throw that with the poo in the toilet and the dirty insert can be thrown in the wash. Whoa, you throw cheesecloth in the toilet? That sounds like a recipe for a septic tank disaster. As a non-homeowner, that terrifies me. I think... I think what she means is you can pick up the insert, put throw the poop in the toilet, and then wash the insert. No, I no. think she means that no. That's the, not what she means. That the, the disposable insert is cheesecloth like, right? Which right, is exactly right. what she wrote, and I just heard cheesecloth. Yes, you're right. My two favorite brands are Alva and Bum Genius. Alva Baby and Bum Genius. Oh, there's also one called Bumpkins. These yep. are all great. Should we think of more names for these companies? <laughs> yes, we should. Uh, butt stuff. Not good. <laughs> uh, I'd also love an update on your night terrors. The CEO of butt stuff. <laughs> uh, Say yes to butt stuff. That's the marketing campaign. Uh, what were they like right after Henry was born? Henry has them. I don't, those aren't really night terrors, I, mm. I don't think. I think he has them. You do? Yeah. I think he's too young to have them. Guys, I had a, I had a fucking terrible dream last night of finally summiting Everest. 
in case you're wondering where my Everest love is at right now. Anyway, I got up to the top. Why was it terrible? Because it was, you know, one of the expedition people from the book that I knew was not going to make it <gasps> was, was heading up. Oh, no. And I was trying to tell him to turn back to base camp. Oh, There's no. a storm coming in. You got to turn back to base camp. Oh, no. Anyway, that was my dream. Continue. Um, okay. I'd also love an update on your night terrors. What were they like right after Henry was born? How are they now? I got diagnosed with narcolepsy last December because my therapist thought I had some rare type of sleep apnea. Hmm. I can't remember if you ever had any formal sleep testing, but I've been surprised by how they have some actual medicines for sleeping disorders that help atypical brains sleep better. It's not all just stimulants that treat symptoms. Feel free to edit or we did not in the pod. Um, I still have night terrors. They're not as bad as they used to be. You had one, not this week, last week you had one. Yeah. They're, they, they, look, I think night terrors are not only awful for the person who's having them, but they're also terrifying to the person who's not having them. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine everyone just waking up to your spouse screaming? Or telling you that someone is in the house that isn't in the house? You know how many toes I've jammed because of this woman? And her brain being a dick? <laughs> but, I mean, I've gotten quicker at assessing, oh, this is what's happening. My brain, very quickly now, is like, she's just she's just having a chemical situation. Yeah. Um, I did have a sleep study done once and it, it it was inconclusive i can conclude <laughs> uh thank you so much for everything anonymous in wisconsin in about 625 square feet one big bedroom for my boyfriend and me and another small bedroom for my hedgehog nice and his nine guitars extra nice sweet um all right i'm gonna play a voicemail This is Christian from Illinois. So I'm calling because I was going to my note in the grocery store parking lot on my way to go grocery shopping, and I remembered that I'd written down like a podcast or two ago. Can you pause this? Is is the audio quality due to the cable, or is it due to the like when you heard it? Did it sound that bad? I didn't listen to it before I played it. Oh, so we'll never know. I think Should I'm having. We just skip I think it? I'm no. I think I'm having some cable uh, issues, but I just wanted to be sure. Uh, can you play a sound like a some quick thing on your computer that tells yes. me uh, clarity wise yes. what we're what we're dealing with here? One moment. A little troubleshooting, guys, on live on the pod. Oh yeah, it's clear. Okay, so it's the phone. Keep going. Play That's, it because uh, I wanted to. Miranda Lambert's Bluebird, everyone. What I wanted to do was, if it was the cable, I wanted to swap the cable out and fix it. Mm. And if it wasn't the cable, we would just continue and listen, because I can understand. I mean, this is exciting. Grocery store, notes app, let's go. They're not paying a change in cable. For Henry, that y'all should look into a travel changing pad. Travel so, changing. I'm a nanny. Oh, we have one. And these things are freaking incredible, okay? You can put wipes in there. You can put... Tiny pads, they're fairly similar to, like, dog food bags. Mm-hmm. There are dirty diapers in there. They're really easy to disinfect 
can just we just got them, these and you can just put them right on to your diaper bag and then just they fold up really small and then you unfold them they've been truly a lifesaver because i didn't realize how few public places have changing tables for kids the public library where i'm from doesn't have one in the family restroom oh, in the kids silly. section of the library Whoa. which is truly appalling anyway Looking at that, uh, love the podcast. Um, congratulations on that lovely little child person. Thank you. And have a great day. You do the same. Uh, yeah, we just got ba- baby poop bags. Yeah, we did. It just came in the mail. I was like, why are we getting no. colorful bags? I, I bought them at Target. All right, whatever. I if something is in the house that wasn't there in the morning, I assume it arrived by mail. No, it didn't. But I, but uh, one of the... Actually, any time I've gone out with other moms from Mommy and Me, they all have disposable poop bags to dispose of their diapers in like a park. And you don't. Instead of just throwing the diaper in the trash can. Yeah, so you felt like... I was like... Real, real slacker. Well, I was just like, oh, it is, it is probably better to put it in a bag, yeah. even though it's more waste. But so I, I got some, mm. got some bags. Um, and we have a diaper wallet that is in my car, actually, that I actually need to put some stuff into. A um, diaper wallet? Yeah, it's like, it's a changing pad, but it also holds like a couple diapers. Oh, because we have the changing pad this travel changing pad that just stays in the diaper yeah bag. we have a pretty basic travel changing we are pad. basic bitches when it comes to travel pads yep we sure are um okay having a great time it's fun to catch up with you all you guys um uh, this is from candace i love that she started it with candace here yep 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 I've written in once before, felt the need to stop and offer some feedback on today's episode but first let me tell you about my science baby trent who we had on Mother's Day. Nice. That's a May baby. I had previously written in about how he was making me out to be a liar. Or better yet, he was a little shit who wouldn't sleep and was always fussy at home, but was an angel everywhere we went. Well, now that I'm out of that first month fog, he really is a perfect little baby Mm -hmm. who only cries with purpose these days. We figured out his sleep schedule, got through nursing hell, and are chugging, chugging along pretty nicely, especially since he's been sleeping through the night. Nicely done. Also, some free advice to all the future new moms listening to this podcast. The first few weeks with a newborn are hell, magical but hell at the same time, and no one plainly tells you that. All everyone says is sleep while you can. Ha ha. That is not reasonable advice, but no, it does get better. So much better. Moving along to today's podcast, pooping through diapers at night. I asked my mommy group and they suggested putting him in a bigger size and it helped. Just make sure it is on nice and secure at bedtime. Along with that, a free tip that I received and love was to layer the sheets in the crib. Mattress oh. protector, sheet, mattress protector, sheet. That's interesting. So that when you have an explosion or a sick baby in the middle of the night, you can just rip the top one off and be left with a fresh sheet so everyone can get back to bed. Thought I would share this tip as I'm sure it will come in handy mm, one day. I like that tip. Last part. Leasing a car. This is my kind of talk here. What are we going to say? I have spent many years leasing and spent many months researching it prior to making that decision. Mm-hmm. I almost always turn my lease in early. Yeah. I call my salespeople and say, what can you do for me? Simple as that. I normally wait at least two years into the three-year lease, but with having Trent, I needed to get back into an SUV rather than the car I was driving. So I turned it in after 13 months with no real penalty. Wow. Some tips I've learned along the way. Always plan on turning it in early. Do the minimum amount of miles because you're turning it in early. And as long as you do not go over in the duration, you will not be penalized. Example. Uh, Candace, no worries here. 
Dory Shafrir, the woman, drives. I mean, honest to God, she goes places all the time. Like, I just don't, it's like she finds wormholes. Maybe that's why the car gets so scraped up. It's in the wormhole she goes through. But like, here's my for instance, okay? The Volvo, which we've had for... Three years. Three plus years. Yep. I put on 3,000 miles in on that car in one month. Correct. That car has 19,000 miles. No, it has 20. Okay. It has 20,000 miles. So 17,000 miles she has driven in three years. Let's Correct. go ahead and divide that by... Uh, it's less than 6,000 miles a year. Which is less than... 500 miles a month. Uh-huh. I don't know how she goes anywhere. And I've taken that, uh, by the way, I've taken that thing to Vegas, too. Honey, I'll let you in on a little secret. And Palm Springs. We always take that to Palm Springs. I'll let you in on a little secret. Yes. I work from home. That still not doesn't count. And like you're driving to Burbank constantly, I feel like, to go to Kate's. And I drive to Burbank. I drive to my co-working space. And besides that... I really don't go that many places. I and know. I generally try to stay within a three-mile radius of the house. Yeah, I mean, I sort of do most of my living in that space, too. Mm-hmm. But I get I don't know how I drive so much more than you. You do drive a lot more than me. Work for, is 6.7 miles away, mm-hmm. going the most direct route. Yep. So I don't, I really don't get it. But I will say, I'm under my mileage on my lease. Oh, good. So, that's something. That is something. I was not expecting that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't drive it that much. But you're... I mean, if you really think about it, like, if I'm not at work, minus, let's forget about Imperial Vintage Guitars and Sherman Oaks right now. Let's just mm-hmm. take that out of the uh, out of the, my travel equations. Mm-hmm. I literally will, like, drive to a 7-Eleven that is usually 1.5 miles away. Mm-hmm. And then come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my driving for the day i've had a few days uh which is interesting everybody and maybe this is me getting older uh lazier uh more handsome whatever it is uh i've had days where i literally just like will go two or three days without turning my car on which is crazy to me mm. welcome to my life yeah this is dory's life and and, and we're all living it it's nice. I, look, I, I've been very upfront about the fact that I don't like driving. She does not like driving. We've discussed this whole situation of do we need the second car? And I think... Which I will, you know, maybe it's something we should reconsider soon. Once that bike uh, comes, my commuting bike comes, we might be in for a different situation between all of us where it might be a one-car household. That would be amazing. Wow. What a world that would be. Anyway, so yeah, don't go over the mileage. Uh, Don't go over the mileage. Also, dealers are trying to move as many cars as possible by the end of the month. So the end of the month is always a good time to see what they can do for you. Finally, I have a 2019 Nissan Rogue and love it. It has so many safety features and different cameras that you don't have to worry about banging up the car when parking, Dory. Love you guys. 3,000 square feet with two adults, a teenager, science baby Trent, and our first child, puppy Zoe. P.S. All that space is overrated. You just fill it up with more shit. Well. That uh, is true. uh, That is very true. I'm so lost. We're on page eight. 
the page numbers don't print either. Oh, well, that's not on me. I don't know what to tell I'll you. Start reading and I'll figure out where I am. Okay. Um, Jennifer also had a diaper tip, which is size up whatever diaper fits him best and try sposies. It's like an insert you can put in the diaper. Worked great for me when I sleep trained my kiddos and didn't want wet and dirty diapers waking them up. We have been using sposies. Uh, I also posed this question which in one of my mom Facebook groups and uh, people recommended sposies and so far so good. Uh, oh, I found us. Okay, great. I'm, I caught back up, everybody. Okay. We've moved on to Liz. Mm, that's far ahead of where I was reading. <laughs> Longtime listener, first time writer. Question for you, Dory. What's your review of the LV pump? If I recall past episode correctly, you would switch to using the LV to pump. Hold my, on to your socks. My little one exciting. is eight weeks old this Friday, so apologies if my memory isn't accurate. Uh, I'm desperate to find a better pump situation and was wondering if LV was the answer. I currently use a Medela Advanced and it's awful. None of the breast flanges are comfortable. I've tried them all and have spent an embarrassing amount of time measuring my nipples to try to figure out sizing. It's frustrating being tethered to a machine by power cords and tubes when I need to tend to my baby. The overall setup is cumbersome and I'm dreading what it's going to be like when I go back to work in a few weeks. Mostly, I just want to feed my baby without pain and I'm tired and frustrated. My baby is right on track with weight gain, so I'm getting it done with breastfeeding and pumping, but at the expense of my sanity. I'm becoming increasingly irritable with my husband and his useless nipples. <laughs> I've shelled out a ton of money trying to figure out the right setup with the Medela pump, and a lot of this has been based on online product reviews. At this point, I'm convinced that these reviews were company-sponsored from people with perfect nipples. That might be true. I want a real review from someone in the trenches. I'd happily come up with the $500 for the LV if it just worked. Your thoughts? Thank you, Liz. Two-bedroom apartment in Pennsylvania. Two adults, two cats, and a baby. Maybe a 1,000 square feet of rapidly dwindling <laughs> Maybe. space. She also says, P.S., at what point in evolution did we lose the ability to easily breastfeed? I've never heard of a lactation consultant being called into a zoo to help a giraffe mother figure out the right latch. Well, that's because they're called vets and they have actual information because they Whoa. went to school. That's right. Taking those lactation consultants wow. down one notch at a time. I'm Matt Meyer. Oh, Welcome boy. to the show. This is called Matt's Baby World. Listen, everyone. It's a scam. Save your... Save your energy in writing indignant emails. <laughs> the views of Matt Meyer do not expect, expect necessarily uh, reflect, reflect those the podcast as a whole. Dory Shafrir. Thank you. The woman or Dory Shafrir, the man. Yep. Uh, and she also went through an Everest phase. This too shall pass. In the meantime, I recommend the doc documentary Touching the Void. It's a fabouche. You know, I also thought I went through an Everest phase, Liz, and then my dream last night told me. It's not it. over. Uh, Liz, I, the, the LV has, has changed my life. It is so convenient. Yeah. Um, it's just, and you don't feel the, the whole thing of being tethered and like, for me, like having to put on the pumping bra and to like the whole thing and being, even though I had the spectra that you could like move around theoretically, you don't want to be walking around with those things sticking out of your nipples and like the, the big pump itself. And I, it was just like, just got depressing. It made me feel like a cow. Um, so I really like the LV also pro tip. You can now get it on Aeroflow with your insurance. If your insurance covers it, they might cover it. I, I don't think any insurance has covered the whole thing, but a lot of them will cover a part of it so that's worth looking into and then also they sell it at target now 
and you can put it on your baby registry and get 15% off. These are all very helpful tips. Also, Target has a 90-day return policy. Let me also say the following. Yeah. She's underselling this thing. (laughs) She probably doesn't want to sound like some sort of LV sponsor. They're not a sponsor, but she's a lunatic about this pump. She has never used the other pumps again. She literally has not. We have two other pumps sitting around the house that haven't collected dust since the LVs came along. She refuses to ever use those again. I, we've spent much time uh, uh, gluing this thing, trying to keep it together because, you know, one of the little brackets to turn it on or whatever. I forget. I got what some the, new ones. Whatever. Yeah, of course. It's the thing you can order. Of course it is because it's a tiny plastic thing. Whatever. The point is, this pump has changed her life. And she's not saying this for some reason. I don't understand. I said it. I said it. It had been life-changing. It has. I'm telling you right now. This woman will pump at an D23 Expo. No problem. Could you imagine her lugging a Modelo through the fucking D23? I can't. She's like, uh, every time I come in, you know, it's funny, guys. If your wives are thinking about getting these things, it'll be very funny to you when you come home and it's darkish. Maybe now the lights aren't on. And she's got like two LED lights coming out of her boobs. Uh, it's like she's like a double Iron Man. Whenever I have them in and I have to go in, like if I put Henry down and then I put them in and then he wakes up and I have to go in. Yeah, it's like a fucking stare, beacon. He's like, what is happening? <laughs> she loves the LV pump. It's literally, I mean, we think about like the things, I would say the two sort of luxury baby gadgets that we would say are worth it are the baby Brezza for formula making and the LV pump for titty milk. Please never say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good times. Uh, I also really, I like our play mat a lot. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's not that's, a gadget. That's not like a luxury purchase. That's like a yeah. play mat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we have time for like one or two more, honey, if you'd like to okay, okay. make the selection. Yep, yep, yep. okay. Um, all right. Okay. We're nearing okay. Henry's bed. Okay, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, this is from Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, who says, I, like you, was delighted by Instant Hotel and quickly binged both available seasons. This mm. led me to search a bit deeper for more series like this. <laughs> Thought I'd share a couple more with you okay. guys. First, Stay Here, hosted by Genevieve Gorder of Trading Spaces. I loved me some uh, Genevieve. This is an Airbnb-themed show. However, there is no competition whatsoever. Oh, no. The hosts check out the space, evaluate, and then spend a boatload of cash refurbing it for the owners. Wow. The reveals are pretty awesome. Okay. Next is Mary Portas, Secret Shopper. I love the name already. You have to love a show with a colon in the title. I do. This is a UK series where the titular host evaluates small businesses, gives Ugh. stern advice, and a makeover. This is my dream. What was I going to call this? Remember? Retail Therapy. That's oh, what yes. I was going to call this show. Te- I invented this show in my head. The, didn't realize it already existed. The tension existed. here is similar to Bar Rescue, wherein the owners will sometimes reject the advice. Interesting. Last is Love My Garden, hosted by Alan Titchmarsh 
from the BBC. I think we saw that when I was browsing through the BritBox thing. This is a garden makeover show. No competition. Oh, the angle it. here that the gar- is that the gardens are at the homes of worthy recipients of a break. Mm. I threw this in because Matt seems to be in an emotional phase. Great. This show guarantees an ugly cry every time. This is, by the way, not a phase. I think it's just my life now. Yeah. Sorry. Everything makes me cry. I, I almost started crying during the- <laughs> during the sizzle reel at the Disney Studios presentation yesterday. For what? It was like all of their movies. Oh, well, it's probably because one thing probably ended with like a little charming It was very emotional. Um, okay. The last and only time I wrote in was to share my horror using Disney Food Blog as a guide to <laughs> eating in Walt Disney World. I signed off Heather from Halifax, Massachusetts. You both had never heard of it despite being from Massachusetts. I know. No surprise because people who live two towns over have no idea it's there. It's like being in the witness protection program. For your future reference, bordering towns are Pembroke, know East it. Bridgewater, know it. Whitman, know it. and Hanson. And know it. <laughs> After 20 years, I've just moved to a 1,182 square foot ranch in Hingham. Know it. With my husband and our 18 month old pit bull named Dory. Oh. No, I'm not both obsessed with Dory and unable to correctly spell her name. <laughs> we call her Dory because we began our adoption process just before we took our trip to Tokyo Disney. I love that you guys have been to Tokyo Disney. She was rescued from the streets of Utah and was a week from being euthanized in a kill shelter. Her full name, Dory Ino, means street dog in Japanese. Oh, so what does... Is Dory dog in Japanese? Or it's street. Yeah. Well, neither of which you'd really want to be no. named. Correct. I, I will enjoy these shows. I know you hope that we do. And uh, thanks for the pro tip. Yeah. Uh, just one more short email from yeah. Leslie. Just had to tell you that Lush has a shower gel called Dear John. Dear John. <laughs> had to buy it for obvious reasons. I jokingly told my husband that I would now have to listen to the theme song whenever I showered. So he, of course, made sure to play it while I used it for the first That's time. That's funny. I like your husband. <laughs> Thank you for the suggestion of Instant Hotel. We definitely binged it in less than a week. Wow. Love you guys. Thank you for continuing the podcast. Leslie. We got through one and 10 minutes of a second one last night. Record yep. record for us. I fell asleep. I started falling asleep. She was so tired. I was guys. just she resting my so eyes. Hard. She got up so early to go to D23. I did. She got mommed up it up. She's, uh, she's a champ. She's the best wife anyone could ever have. Oh, thanks, honey. Uh, this Lindsay thing seems like I, I like it. This Lindsay thing. This, this, uh, this email... Wait. What? I'm reading this. Oh. Lindsay, Disneyland. Do you want to read that one too? Yeah. Okay. I have a question about Disneyland and Disney Resort. My you brother. Know if I see either of those words, I'm going to want to answer. My it. brother wants to go next year around October. Any advice on when is a good time to book or buy park tickets would be great. Any tips on saving money would be welcome as well. Thank you guys for everything you do. I'm still delighted to this day on Matt getting in a Star Trek reference in Henry's name. Sincerely, Julian Lindsay. Uh, oh, she's in 1,300 square feet with two adults, three cats, and one dog. And Acorn TV is a streaming app for British shows. This now. is the kind of information we need to pass along to our viewers. Because I true. have to check it out. Now, I'm going to check it out and find out if Bargain Hunt is available. Mm. This is my goal in life. Mm-hmm. Will I ever be able to watch Bargain Hunt again, other than being in a London hotel room, accidentally catching it in the mid-afternoon? I think that's pretty much... Wait, you didn't answer her question. Jesus Christ. My brain. Okay, Disneyland, Disney Resort. We're going to go next year in October. Any advice on a good time to book or buy park tickets would be great. Well, you want to go at off-peak, 
you know, because now they have this flex pricing, this sort of like dynamic pricing of Disney tickets. Ah, yes. So off peak, which means away from school holidays, three day weekends and such. That's going to be your best time to go. Uh, and always, always, always take a look at the uh, deals they're offering on the website. They're usually offering deals where you're not, you don't pay rack rate for a room. Guys, no, which don't. is something I learned from uh, Disney Food Blog, the term rack rate. Mm. Um, but uh, look for deals like free dining or a free extra night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could also call the Disney booking, which I believe is 407-W-Disney, which I remember from my youth. Uh, and you can ask them about uh, sales that might be going on. And don't be afraid. If you see a better sale come along, sometimes it's, a, it's helpful to go ahead pick up the telephone, call back, and go, I just saw this sale. Is there any way I could possibly cancel and rebook at this rate? I also think you can buy Disney gift cards at Costco and get like 5% off. That is another hack. Dory Shafrir, the woman. Thank you. That's, that's, that's good advice. Thank you. Um, okay, it has come. It, the time has come for us to thank some Patreon supporters. And mostly, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, the fact that you guys still want to listen to us. It means a lot. It really does. You know, those are loose, free-flowing, a lot of fun. Thanks for coming back all the time. You, you know what I was thinking? No. Maybe we should put up... Uh, we should unlock a bonus episode from the past, make it public so people can hear this it. This is what I've been saying. I want to do that on the Star Trek side and throw the Iron Man episode out Yeah, to people. So, you know, you can just get a taste of what it's like. Mm. And not even like just because I want people to like see it and go, oh, this is amazing. I want more like, here's some content while I can't record all the time. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> uh, so... These are our patrons at the $5 level or above. They get a shout out on the podcast each month and uh, towards the end of the month. So they, we are towards the end of the names. And a uh, big thank you. Go to patreon.com slash excellent adventure. If you want to support the podcast, Sarah Verhain. Sarah Lauer. Sasha B. Satish Pillalamari. Shauna Mandel. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. Oh, he's like a patient zero. Old school. So are the biases. Yep. Tiffany Stevens. Uh, Valerie Anderson. And Wendy Fick. Another classic. Thank you all so very much. Thank you all for listening, and we appreciate you. And still no word on Mordecai's latest movie review. Yep. Come on, Mordecai. We'll find out. Okay. okay. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.